Hi everyone, my name is Dave McKeown and I want to welcome you to your bite-sized episode today of the Church Explained podcast. We're going to revisit an episode we did with Steve Mostyn back in 2021 and I want to encourage you to really listen to this because this is really helpful for us at this time and season of the church. Steve shares some amazing insights of how we can connect new people into the life of the church. So we hope you enjoy and we'll see you soon. Go ahead. Nathan. Yeah, yeah. So, what are, what are some of the important things or the focuses that we should have when it comes to new people coming into church, um, coming into the life of church? Look, there's three words I always think are really important when it comes to new people, and it's these three words: celebration, assimilation, and activation. Right. They're good words, those. So yeah. the first one, if I just kick off the first one, I think it's really important that we celebrate new people. We acknowledge them. I don't know whether you've ever been on holidays to a church and you go in and nobody speaks to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the, ser- the service might be exceptional. The preacher might be phenomenal. But you'll never go back if nobody acknowledges you or, even better, celebrates you. Mm. I remember hearing um, an Oprah Winfrey interview and, they asked her about, of all of the shows that you've done, Oprah, what was the one life-defining lesson? And she, very surprisingly, she talked about a psychologist that had done some research on parenting. And they said that when a child walked into a room, they were looking to see that they were acknowledged and celebrated by their parent. Mm-hmm. And if the parent would look at them and, how are you, and smile, they grew up with a healthy sense of identity. If wow. they just ignored them, they grew up with insecurities. So I thought, wow, how, what an amazing thought that mm. that's the one, of all of the great world leaders mm. that Oprah has interviewed, that's the one thing she took away. Mm. And it made me realize every person is looking to be celebrated. Yeah. Every person that's new to your church is subconsciously asking this question. Did you actually notice me? Did you see that I was here? Or do you just treat me as a number in your system? Mm. So what are some of the ways that like churches can celebrate a new person. Some of the practical ways is making sure they get a great welcome as they walk in. I know you guys have been really intentional on this. Mm. People at the door, people in the foyer, people as they walk into the auditorium. We used to have spotters who adopt a row in Hillsong, welcoming them into their seats. So I think that's really important. Then when the service starts, acknowledging new, new people. Mm. When the MC moment comes, acknowledging them again. When the preacher starts, acknowledge them. If someone makes a decision. So we would aim to acknowledge new people three or four times just in the service. Wow. Uh, we'd give them a red bag with gifts. You know, mm. different people have different ways of doing it, but the delivery mechanism is up to you. Mm. The principle is mm. celebrate new people, wow. acknowledge them. So I, I like that idea, celebrating new people. We'll get on to the other words in, in a moment. So j- just trying to think of that, because that sounds like a system really, doesn't it? You know, do, do you think churches need to have some sort of system? Uh, doesn't matter what size they are, but do you think they need a system? Look, I think before the system comes the culture. I like that. And the, and the value. Yeah. Because you can have all the systems in the world, but if, you're, if your heart doesn't beat for new people, if you're not passionate yeah. about new people, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what system you've got. People will sniff it. Mm. Right? I go running with John Norman, and you know, every now and then a dog will appear, and I hate dogs. Because I got, I used to, I went door to door knocking when I was thirteen for Jesus, and a little dog came out and bit my ankle. So wow. since then, I've never liked dogs. So now, whenever I go running, if there's a dog, they'll run past John and, and start barking at me. They fear the they smell, can the fear, sniff they? it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they can tell, and I reckon new people can tell whether we actually really 
value them wow. and are interested. It's yeah, not yeah. about the system. So yeah. so you could have all that system, as you say, but I actually, there's no heart in that system. Yeah. Heart and, it's missing the point. and value. One thing I love about John Nolan, I mean, he's called it Soul Church. He is passionate about souls. Yeah. And I've said this a number of times. I feel really challenged by him. He's a chaplain in the club, Norwich yeah. City Football Club, and he's literally had a, half of the playing staff, most of the management team on the front row stood with him. So when you, you, when you stand up and you preach and you see someone who's playing in the Premier League, you become much more aware of new people. And, Are we talking I, about Norwich? Like yes. Norwich. <laughs> yeah. Norwich aren't in the Premier League. Well, they were last yeah. year. <laughs> and they're going back this year. Just yes, correct it quickly. Yes, correct it. Wipe that out. <laughs> but it, do you know what I mean? It's, it's the principle. And when yeah. was the last time you as a church leader brought someone new to church? Because you see it through different yeah. eyes. You see it about as being more than a system. You, you notice when somebody acknowledges them and spends a bit of time and has mm -hmm. the conversation. So I think the cultural value comes first, then the system has got to back it up. Wonderful. Yeah. So the second word was assimilation. Assimilation. So that's probably more where you've got the system. And that can be, you know, it can be a million different ways of doing it. At the moment, we're, we're experimenting with something mm. in, in Soul Church. Um, I resisted this. We, we talked about doing this in Brisbane about four years ago, and that's QR codes. Okay, yeah. I had all the cutting yeah, edge. Yeah. We've got to get QR codes to assimilate people into groups and teams. And mm. I, I resisted it. And the reason I resisted it is this. I, th I think when it comes to church life, you've got to be two words, high touch and high tech. Touch right. means the soft skills. Tech means the hard skills. Mm. I don't like the word touch. It sounds a bit weird. But if yeah. you go with me, from, <laughs> yeah, we've got to be high it. tech and high touch. And I, and I thought the QR code was a bit too high tech. Whereas now, because of COVID, everyone is used to whipping out their yeah. phones and scanning a QR code. Yeah. So at the moment, we're going to stick these QR codes on the back of the chairs because mm. we've been using them to check in to church. Now mm. everyone's familiar. So now, just to make it easy for people that want to get acknowledged but don't necessarily want to go to a welcome lounge, mm. we're going to stick QR codes yeah. on the back of the chair. Hey, yeah. if you're new, why don't you just scan your code? Yeah. That way we know that you're part of our church. So... High tech, high touch. And I think that, that it comes into a relevancy as well because I think um, we'd have to teach a lot of our church how to use a QR yeah. code, whereas now we don't have to do Absolutely. that. And it's part of their life. Exactly. Uh, part of their life. So they're so used to it that actually it's, it's something that we're able to use as well. Yeah, exactly right, Nathan. Mm. It, it's interesting you're talking about, obviously, um, that celebration yeah. And um, we, we, on our welcome cards, we used to have like a little part that used to say like, it, it was kind of like a feedback little bit. Yeah. And uh, all the time as a church, we'd get uh, such a friendly church, which was great. But then we'd be like, yeah, but we don't want, just want to be a friendly church. We want to be a church of friends. Very and good. I guess that talks into the assimilation and building that. And again, does that come into like, again, a culture thing rather yeah. than just a system. I, I really do think you've hit on, hit on it there. It's, it's that value of when you come to church, do you just talk to your friends or do you talk, ever talk to anyone that's mm. new? So we do a, we call it a PSG, a pre-service gathering where we gather all the volunteers. And John will often come in and say, guys, we all know each other. When you spill out into the foyer, it's now about talking to someone that's new, someone yeah. that looks different to you, someone that smells different to you. Mm -hmm. Let's make sure our mission 
is to love on people care for them connect with them so i absolutely agree it's a cultural value yeah, so you, you got to be intentional about that sort of stuff 100 percent. because yeah. if people are so used to being in a group you know there's got to be something where we're encouraging them to get out of that group and just having that conversation with somebody yeah so let's try and draw this out a little bit because we've touched it a little bit about this idea of um have things changed within church in the sense of welcoming new people uh, i think they have but one, because we're online a lot of the time at yep. the minute. And even when we get out of lockdown, depending when this airs, but when we get out of lockdown, the question is, is you know, do the old ways work? You yep. know, clearly some of them may not work, and hence QR codes. What's your thinking on that? Does it work? Some of the stuff we've done before, you know, the welcoming people, being there for them, or, or is there something more that we need to do? Yeah, it's good. It, it's it's interesting you, ma- you mentioned this. Does it work? Is it effective? When we're in Hillsong, obviously it's a huge church, yeah. and we had an amazing team and amazing resources. And so when when we were part, as well as being the new people's pastor, I, I, one of my jobs was Connect Group pastor, then the volunteer pastor. So I was in this whole assimilation mm. world for a number of years. Yeah. So one of the things we, we employed a, a guy who was a data data miner. And so what he did was everyone's details that we'd entered into High, My Hillsong, which was our follow-up system, he would track them over several years and produce statistical reports on how effective wow. we were being, which was really fascinating. Mm. So we found out, for example, that if someone joined the church, and this is true of any church, not just Hillsong, uh, and if you do nothing, there's a something like a 4% chance they'll still be there next year. So it's actually a very small number if you do nothing. However, we found that if we made a call in week one, it would double to about 8%. So just just explain that a little bit. Just a single call. So so they're in church. Someone acknowledges them, gets their details on a card. Card gets entered and a a lead phone call. So statistically, we could prove that there's an 8% chance that they'd be there. Now, here's the interesting one. If you got them in a group within the first six months, you've got them into relationship. The statistical chance that they'd be there, guess guess what it would be? Come on, have, have a guess, boys. What do you reckon? 35. What do you think? 60. It was actually 56%, wow. statistically. If you got them serving on a team, wow. so it's not just assimilation, it's activation, it was 64%. Wow. So you think about that. There's an eight-fold multiplier. They're eight times more likely if you can get them in relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's why our whole focus was to get them into either a group or into a team. Now, the one, the one factor that was really interesting was there was a negative. So if there's a 4% chance they'll be there, mm. there's one factor which was 3%, and that was this. If you connected with them and they were expecting you to call them and you didn't, Oh, okay. If you're a group leader or a team leader, yeah. it went down to 3%. Wow. Yeah. Because in their head, they thought, well, they don't care about me. Yeah. Mm. It's got nothing to do with the system. No. Yeah. Everything to do with when the kid walks in the room, does somebody see them? Yeah. So, again, it's about genuine, authentic friendliness, love, compassion. Walk. You have all the systems in the world, yeah. but it's the personal touch that mm. makes a difference. Well, it's been great to do this episode and look at new people and uh, just want to encourage you maybe you've got to think around that celebration assimilation activation yeah, remember, remember them. Them. 
I remember. Well done, three there. Uh, maybe you've got to do that, but we want to thank you, Steve, for being part of this podcast and the previous one as well. And I know, I know for sure that we'll get you back on. Just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has listened to the Church Explained podcast. Wherever you're consuming this content, then uh, please share, like, subscribe, send it on to somebody who uh, would really benefit from hearing what the, uh, we've talked about today. Plus, I also want to point you towards our icon.church forward slash open icon open where there are free resources for you as a church uh, it's been great to be together today and we can't wait uh, to join together for our next episode of the church explained podcast we'll see you soon